Welcome to the Naked Relationship Podcast. I'm Adam, and today it's just going to be me today. We're doing a bit of a solo chat, but we're going to be talking about some things that are, I guess, thought-provoking, and that's kind of the idea behind today's episode. We're also going to talk about some new things that we potentially might be getting into. But first, we're going to hear from altplayground.net. They are amazing, and if you don't think so, I'm sorry that you're missing out on greatness. They are a dating site, essentially for swingers, but not just for swingers. They are a sex-positive platform that has tons and tons of stuff going for it, whether it's many different gender identifiers. So if you identify as a certain gender, that is not the typical male, female, or chances are they've got that. If you identify as pansexual or demisexual or all these other different great sexual identities, altplayground.net has you covered. However, one of the things that I want to talk to you today about with altplayground.net is that you can find all your favorite podcasters, clubs, and event hosts on Alt Playground. The majority of them, if not all of them, have communities on altplayground.net, which is a great way to interact with us, interact with other fans. It's kind of like a fan page or a group page on maybe Facebook or something along those lines, except this is geared towards lifestyle activities and chatting with with members and, and all this other stuff. But it's great because you can interact with us, you can interact with fellow listeners, but you can also post some naughty, kinky shit, whether that's images, videos, and stuff like that. You can do that in the community. And so I think that is awesome. You can not only chat with, like I said, fellow listeners, but fellow lifestylers with similar interests to your own. You can get updates, whether it's about our podcast or maybe an event that we might have coming up. Who knows? We might even have an event planned with another big podcaster, well, couple. Who knows? You never know. That could be next year. That that could happen next week. But you'll never know unless you join the community. You can find out events and everything like that, whether that's about our podcast, if we're hosting an event or joining another event, or whether that is an amazing party going on, being put on by another group or individuals or organizations. You can find a lot of that information first on altplayground.net. And again, you can even see some sexy pictures that you wouldn't be able to see anywhere else like Facebook or Instagram, because quite frankly, we both know that when it comes to naughty, kinky shit, Facebook and Instagram, since they're the same company, don't really allow for that kind of fun and pleasure. So again, that is altplayground.net and they have some more exciting features, which we will get into in the upcoming episodes. So this next partner that we're going to talk about is one that you've probably heard of, probably seen before, but one that you might not have taken the opportunity to purchase. That is Manscaped. So have you ever had an awkward sex moment where you couldn't find the tree because it's hidden in the bushes? Thankfully, Manscaped has come to the rescue. For those of you who don't really like a messy bush or even a bush at all, Manscaped has something for you. And it is something that we've started to use. We enjoy it. But it's not just a pube trimmer, right? It's a lot more than that. Because when you buy what they call the perfect package, you get so much more. You get toner, you get uh, a travel bag, you get a lot of different stuff for your manscaping needs. So as someone who is bisexual, I don't always enjoy pubes. You know, if if they're messy or just, you know, just over the top, 
it can be a bit distracting, you know, but it is something that not everybody enjoys. And for those of you who don't, this is the perfect product for your partner. And that is the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. And that's why it's revolutionary company. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer and called it the Lawnmower 3.0, which has proprietary advanced skin safe technology. So this trimmer reduces cuts on your nuts, right? So how many of you have used an electric trimmer on your nuts before and you get a little clip or a little nick in your nuts and it starts bleeding? Scares the shit out of me, to be honest with you, but this helps reduce all of that. So you don't have to worry about it. And one thing that we are excited to offer is a 20% discount plus free shipping with the code NAKED at manscaped.com. Penis owners, your balls will thank you. So don't forget, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code NAKED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code NAKED. Thank you, Manscaped, for making our sex lives better. And so, yeah, so that is amazing. Don't forget about that. And so with that being said, we are going to get into the meat and potatoes, as they would say here in the South, of our episode. And so a couple of things that I really want to hit on. A couple months ago, when Kelly and I were, we had our weekend getaway to the place where I actually proposed to her. And it was a lot of fun. However, we went to the sex toy store, this adult toy store. I don't know why we call it sex store. You don't go there and buy sex here in the United States. What I'm getting at is, as a male, I went in there with my wife. And so with Kelly, she kind of, she doesn't really like it when I basically just follow her around the store. I understand that. But for me, I think the reason why I, you know, kind of stick by her hip the entire time while we're in this particular store or these types of stores is because I'm afraid of the negative stigma of maybe, I guess, being a wanker or like a perv or anything like that. I mean, to be fair, we're all pervs and I'm definitely a fucking wanker, but I guess I'm just afraid of like the negative judgment and like connotation that goes along with just a, a single, I shouldn't say single, but just a single individual who happens to be a male going around this this adult toy store by himself. And because, you know, I don't know, it's just that particular store there is like, I mean, it was a pretty big store, but there was also probably between 15 and 20 other individuals there. There was this, it looked like a group of young, attractive college students who were on a bachelorette party, it looked like, or a bachelorette weekend. But I guess it's just, I don't know. I was afraid of what they thought of me being like just walking around the toy store by myself, looking at, you know, cock rings or butt plugs, or I don't think I was looking at penis pumps, but maybe I was. But there's a lot of different toys that I was looking at, whether that was something for my wife, whether that was something for me, whether that was different types of lubricants. I don't know. It's just, I just, I strongly felt judged. And every time I go into one of these stores, with the exception of the one down the road from us, I always feel judged. Whether I'm being judged or not, that's just the way that I feel. And I think potentially part of that is because of this negative, like, stigma or association to sex that society has. And when it comes to sex, a lot of people will publicly kink shame or slut shame or whatever. And then behind closed doors, they're wanting to do a bunch of these activities or they're willing to consume the content of the people that they were slut shaming. And I have an example of that that I will get into later. But it's just, it's just, it's, 
I think it's ridiculous that I even felt that way. And maybe I wasn't being judged, but I definitely maybe just overthought it or put the pressure on myself, or maybe I was, but I definitely felt that way. And it's consistently like that every single time I go into an adult toy store without my wife. I don't know why I even feel that way when I really don't need to, other than the social stigma that comes with it. But bottom line, that's just how I feel. And I think it's wrong. I think, you know, it's way more common for a male, or I'm sorry, for someone who identifies as a female or whatever to go into these stores and completely be fine. Like, oh, you're getting a toy? Cool. Glad you masturbate. That's kind of hot, whatever. But then like, you know, a male shoving a dildo up his ass or using a penis pump or a flashlight. Yeah, you know, that's kind of publicly, I guess, or socially, that is not really even in the same ballpark. So I guess maybe that's part of it too, is because one's way more attractive mainstream-wise or notoriety-wise than the other. The other part of it, I guess, maybe because, I don't know, I guess it's just accepted more than, but like men or penis owners, we have needs too. We also have, you know, sometimes a hand isn't what we want when we're just doing it by ourselves. I mean, a hand with lotion, I don't use lotion, but, you know, sometimes it just, it's not what you want. I mean, obviously we would rather have the real thing for the large majority of us, but, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's so strange. Like, we all have needs for trying to meet those needs and pleasure ourselves and have fun, but, like, it's just, it's completely not a judgment-free zone, which I guess is kind of reflective within the normal lifestyle swinging community. Being a straight male is way more popular of a identifier than being a male who's not straight, you know? And, and it's kind of weird because if you like dick as a male or a penis owner, you're automatically categorized as like a no play zone or whatever. Because a lot of people think that just because you have a dick means you're attracted to everybody with a dick, which is so far from reality. Or they even think that just because you have a dick, you want to play with them. When in reality, we are talking to couples that I don't even find attractive like that with the male half. I mean, Dakota, if you're listening, don't take offense to this. I never really wanted to suck your dick. And I think that we've had this conversation before and it's nothing against you. I just, you're just not what I like in a guy. I love you, bro, but that's not the way that I perceived you. You know, I thought you and Melissa were both amazing people. And so because of that, the four of us just hit it off really, really well. But my point is, is that just because I identify as bisexual doesn't mean that I'm going to automatically be drawn to sucking your dick or fucking you or wanting you to fuck me. Bisexuality or bisexual play is not a requirement for bisexual people to play with other people. You know, like it's just, it's not. And people think that just because I'm bisexual means that we're like, that is a requirement. It is not. We even list that in our profiles. But like, with women or vagina owners in the lifestyle, the majority of women, I would say, probably identify as bisexual in the lifestyle. Now, there are some straight women, and it is, it's, it's more rare than you would think, I believe, at least in our experience. But, you know, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily looked down upon or anything like that. I haven't experienced any type of negative feedback or associations with that, but it's definitely more rare. And so, I say all that to kind of say, why is one acceptable but not the other? And 
that goes for whether it's with me and my wife individually looking at these adult toy stores, or whether that's with how you identify sexually or anything like that, especially here in the lifestyle when it's supposed to be an open-minded community or lifestyle, but yet there's a lot of negative stigmatism within the community, especially if you are not a straight male and or bisexual female. Now, we've experienced a little bit of that ourselves where, you know, whether that was at the first party we went to where there is some like negative feedback brought to the host and we were like, hey, look, we don't have to go back. But the host, I think, did a really good job of like squashing the beef or anything like that because he said that this is a place for everyone and we don't discriminate here. And if you have beef, basically get the fuck out. And because of him, we feel safe there. And we also still have a great relationship with this particular individual. The other place that we've kind of seen this is we've gotten messages or we've sent out messages on dating apps before where we would, you know, send a message, say, hi, really love your profile. Here's what we're looking for. We hope that you guys are too. It seemed like we've got some similar interests here and there. And several of the responses had been something along the lines of, hey, thanks for reaching out, but we're not into bi play. Like almost immediately, even though like on our profile, if you read a little bit further than just, you know, the sexual orientation, it shows or it reads bisexual play is not a requirement for play. And they don't read that. They just see the sexual orientations and they're immediately like, nope, can't do it. You might look at my wiener. It's weird. But I got news for you. If you're having a fucking full swap or something like that same room or even at a party or an orgy or or an event of any type where there's two males present in the same room fucking someone else, you're going to see a penis. And people are probably going to look at your penis, whether it's intentional or not, it's going to happen. So I just, I don't understand that. Why is one okay, but not the other? And this is supposed to be an open-minded lifestyle. And in a lot of ways, it's not, especially in the ways that I just described to you. Moving forward to my next topic, I, this is something that is very close to me because I actually know this particular individual and I am not singling this particular individual out in a way that I guess paints him as a horrible person, but more so I'm giving this example because this is very typical from a sociological standpoint for a lot of individuals. And so I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast, but I'm on an adult co-ed kickball league. We're not professional by any fucking means. And only three of us take it like somewhat serious in terms of we fucking hate losing. And I am one of those people. So regardless, I have a teammate and he is, I don't know, I've gotten, at first I enjoyed him. And then kind of early on into the season last year, I just started to kind of have second thoughts about this particular individual because of I think that there's like a good way of talking shit to the other team and or refs. And then there's like a bad way that can kind of make you come across as like a piece of shit. And and I think this particular individual kind of can get very borderline sometimes. He's not threatening people's lives or mamas and daddies or whatever. But I don't know. It's just he just he rubs me the wrong way sometimes. But to his credit, he did get me a freelance gig or whatever. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I do web design, graphic design, social media marketing and advertising, Google advertising, Bing advertising, video, and hey, audio editing. So with that being said, he got me like a small freelance gig. It didn't really pay much. And it was just like a one-time thing, but he did look out for me. So that was nice and very appreciated. But this particular individual put something on Facebook 
around the time that the WAP song came out. And for those of you who don't know, WAP stands for Wet Ass Pussy. And Kelly fucking loves that song. I don't like the song lyrically, not because of the sexuality behind it. I just don't think that there's any creativity behind it. And that's what I like from music. I like to be challenged with my thought process. I like creativity, not talking about the same three things, sex, drugs, and money, which is funny because I have a podcast about sex. But for me, there's just no creativity when you're doing the same three topics every single time. Regardless, I don't discriminate against a song, whatever. I think Wet Ass Pussy is an amazing thing physically. And this particular individual, my teammate, he was, the way that he posted about it on social media was very slut-shaming and very narrow-minded in his responses to several people's comments. And it just, it made me kind of, I don't want to say sad, but kind of not enraged, but I definitely threw some fire comments in there to kind of like check him without like throwing negative adjectives at someone, but more so like trying to be thought provoking and try to help him see the other side of things. Because, you know, this individual was saying, I'm never going to let my daughter do this, this, and this, or, you know, I'm going to raise my daughter better than that. Or, and a lot of things are very slut shaming towards sex workers in general, as well as like, I don't want to say it's anti-LGBTQ, but there was, I think there might have been a comment or two. And so I invited this guy out to my favorite bar in our city, and it is also a swingers bar. And he knew what it was before he agreed to meet me at this bar. So awesome that he was at least open-minded to that. So we go there, we have this long chat, and there's plenty of times where I'm embarrassed that I brought him because he just keeps hiding behind this notion that he has friends from all walks of life. That's great that you have friends, but do you actually listen to them and their struggles? He even went on to say that he was in a all lesbian Facebook group and all these other things. And it just, it was very evident throughout the entire conversation that he doesn't listen to those friends. He doesn't listen to what they're saying their oppression, how they're being oppressed or slut-shamed or anything like that. And there was these two ladies that sat probably about eight feet from us at a different table, you know, and I was trying to say, hey, look, you can't, you shouldn't really say certain things because especially when you don't know someone in this lifestyle, just because we're at a swingers bar doesn't give you the okay to walk up to someone, grab their butt, not that he did or anything like that, but you also don't go up to them and say, Hey, what's up, slut? You want to suck my dick? Like, you just don't do that. And he didn't say that, but there were a few things he said, trying to give examples of whatever. And he was like, kind of a little loud saying, whoring it up and slutting it up and doing all these other things. And it's like, you don't do that. And the more I explained to him, the less he listened and the, the more ignorant he sounded and the more he hid behind, I have friends from all walks of life. And so this particular individual is very anti-sex work, and at least that's the way that he came across in that conversation and in those Facebook comments, which I understand Facebook is like tongue-in-cheek because anyone can be a, a, a keyboard warrior or a hater or whatever. It's very easy. But, you know, in person, I was asking him if, you know, if his daughter, which he doesn't even have a kid yet, but if he did have a daughter and she fell in love with a guy, and 
they were madly in love and all these other things if he'd be okay with them having sex and he's like yeah sure and i was like okay so what if your daughter just happens to enjoy sex and wants to you know potentially make a career out of it or do only fans or something along those lines making content but she was doing it in a very safe environment everyone had screenings or was using condoms and all these other things and he's like no absolutely not and I don't know. There was just there was just a lot more questions other than that one that I was asking him and trying to help him see that slut shaming is not a okay, but everyone has these urges as well to consume the content that they're slut shaming or whatever. Or I mean, sex is a very natural thing to want and to desire and to covet and to just like crave for a lot of people. And I was trying to help him understand that. And I don't know, the conversation just eventually I was just done with it. And I read in a gentleman behind us, I actually know he's one of Kelly's old fuck buddies. And he's also part of the swinger group that we're in. And he is awesome. But he was there. And like he could hear some of what this my teammate was saying. And he was so fucking annoyed by it, my teammate. And and I completely understand why. And so, uh, me and this particular friend, we ended up, after my teammate left, we ended up having a few drinks and then we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and got some, um, essentially chicken nuggets because boneless wings are essentially chicken nuggets. But regardless, so fast forward a month or two and another teammate of mine, who's also a friend who may be on this podcast in the near future is a stripper here in the same city that we all live in. And this particular friend she is, she's fun. And she is someone that I have friend zoned pretty hard. And I would say it's probably pretty mutual, but she's a stripper and she's on our kickball team. And we all, we, the two of us used to be neighbors at our apartment complex and her dog Bruno is the fucking cutest chihuahua ever. Like he's so fucking cute. And him and Sydney, man, my dog, our dog, gets along wonderfully. They're like best mates. It's awesome. But she's working Saturday night, this past Saturday, and she thinks she sees this particular teammate that I just talked about in the club. So she gets on stage and does her dance routine or whatever. I've never been to a strip club for whatever reason, really. And so I don't really know how it goes, but she was saying something about how she was on stage doing a routine or something, and she made eye contact with this bloke several times. So she was a little like concerned because she was part of that Facebook comment thread and honestly like of the people on the team she's probably my best friend out of everyone on the team and she considers me her BBF or by best friend instead of a GBF gay best friend. And when it comes to certain things like that we tell each other everything. So she tells me this and I'm like holy fuck. Like what if it was him? So she shoots him a message and says, hey, was that you? Whatever. And he said yes. And then she was able to draw like a boundary and he was accepting of that boundary line. So that's nice that he's accepting of that boundary line. But it's just, it's weird to us that he's going to publicly kink shame and slut shame. And then he's going to go to a strip club. Like, I just, I don't understand that. You're going to sit there and like basically shit all over sex workers and then you go support them like publicly. But then like, you're still outspoken about how you don't approve of sex work or anything like that. But then you go and consume the content. That's literally like slut shaming someone and then subscribing to their OnlyFans. I don't understand why that is okay. 
I don't understand why that is the norm because I guarantee you the majority of society is like that, regardless of gender. They're going to slut shame, kink shame, whatever, and then go watch porn or wank it or whatever. I don't understand why that is okay. And it shouldn't be a thing, but it is. But why is one okay, but not the other? That's some food for thought. Why is one okay, but not the other? Being a slut is not okay, but then consuming the content that these particular individuals produce is not okay. But yet you still do it anyway. Why? Just why? I don't get it. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. It's kind of a longer solo chat for me, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully it was thought-provoking. If you guys have any thoughts, please send us a message, whether that's on our website, thenakedrelationship.com, or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at TNR Podcasts. That's plural. Please let us know, because quite frankly, I love to be challenged with my thoughts, and so please provoke my thoughts. So, With that being said, we're going to release an episode later on this week as well, because we did not get to last week, just because Kelly was busy saving lives, as she would say, being a nurse. And so that's going to do it for this episode. Please do not forget about altplayground.net. They are an amazing place to live, learn, and grow, whether that is growing by joining a podcast community like ours, or Front Port Swingers, or Swinging Flamingos, or even The Crazy Truth. All of those podcasts, all of those podcasts, including ours, we have a community on there. But not only that, but it is an amazing place to connect with other lifestyle people. And altplayground.net is open-minded and they are an open sex positive community, as are we. So please don't forget about altplayground.net. Also, please do not forget about Manscaped. 20% off and free shipping with the code NAKED. And let us know what you think about their products. I personally, I'm not an underwear wearer. I hate wearing underwear, but I usually go for boxes. I'm going to wear underwear because I've never found a pair of boxer briefs that was comfortable, but these fuckers were so fucking comfortable that I started wearing them. But yeah, it's just some great products. Please give them a look. And lastly, please don't forget about fullswapshop.com. You can buy our merch on there. And if you model our merch, send us a picture and we might, you know what? We're going to throw you on our social media and we're going to give you a nice little shout out. Or if you don't require a shout out, that's fine. Just let us know. But we think that that would be fucking amazing. And so with that being said, fullswapshop.com, get our merch, check it out. And if you have any products you'd like to see, let us know and we will try to add them for you. So again, thank you for listening. And uh, I don't have any last words for you, but have a good night.